Welcome to Married and Committed Podcast, where we help married Christian men stay committed to their marriage and avoid divorce and strengthen their marriages. I am your host, Tunde Olani Pekun, together with my wife, Masatori. Each week, we will dive into topics like communication, intimacy, and spiritual growth to give you the tools you need to strengthen your relationship with your spouse. So let's get started. Hi there, how you all doing? Welcome to another awesome episode of Married and Committed Podcast. My name is Tunde Olani Pekun, and I'm so glad to be here with you today to share another episode with you guys. Today, we're going to be diving in straight and talking about total commitment to your marriage. How do you get given that total commitment, a hundred percent to your marriage? And before we start, I'm really want to make this disclaimer out there that I am not a marriage counselor or a certain guru or expert in relationship, but I've been married for close to 19 years now. And I definitely do have some ideas about what makes my marriage work, the challenges that we've had with my spouse from the past and how we've been able to overcome certain challenges that we've had. And one thing that I've learned in my marriage is that it takes commitment for you to live a fulfilling married life. But it's not just any kind of fulfillment, any kind of commitment. You know, you need to be totally committed to this marriage, 100%. And this means that you should think carefully before making any kind of commitment to someone else in your life, including your spouse, if you want to really see how this marriage is going to work. And one of the first things that I'm going to share with you about is the law of total commitment. You know, the law of total commitment is very simple. It's straight to the point. It says you must commit to something 100%, if not more than that, probably maybe 101%. And you you can't give it 90, you can't give it 99. It has to be 100 or just a little bit over 100%. For you to let that thing work, whether it's your marriage, it's your work, it's your business, for those of us that are entrepreneurs, you need to give it your 100%. Or in my case, I try to go as hard and do a little bit more and give it some extra so that I can get the kind of extraordinariness that I actually want in my marriage because I really, really want my marriage to work those times that I was having challenges. So I knew, I learned that I had to give it 100%. So once you put in 100% in your marriage, it has to come from both partners. It's not like a one-way street. Both spouses have to bring in a hundred percent, and this will apply to all facets of your marriage. When it comes to you managing your finances, you need to be committed to be like, What am I putting in a hundred percent to support this? And don't get me wrong, especially in the case of finances, I know some spouses will not equally have the same kind of income, you know, bringing in the same kind of income. So I'm not necessarily saying, no, you're going to bring in 100% of your income whilst your husband bring 
100% of his income. I'm just talking about you being able to sacrifice when it comes to issues of finances. But we're not going to go into finances for now. I just want to uh, take note of us knowing that when it comes to total commitment, we have to put in 100% in it for it to work because it may seem very it may seem very unfair that there are actually no gray areas in the law of total commitment but this particular law is essential for keeping your relationship strong and healthy if either partner stops fully committing themselves at any point in time there's going to be an issue they will be less inclined to put in their best effort into solving problems as they rise no matter how hard one of the partners try, if the other is not bringing in the same 100% the other partner or the other spouse is putting in, it might not work. Or let me rather say, it won't work. I just wanted you to take note of that. That is very necessary that you commit 100%. I want to bring something to your attention that, you know, just think about a minute of your life. Think over the last five years and look back. I want you to take a minute and think about any of those moments where some of the decisions that you made were good, but you were more likely that some of them were bad too. Think about what happened during those times. Think about how things were going well for you. How did you feel? Now, I want you to think about the times that weren't so great for you in your marriage. What do those moments teach you about yourselves? About you making certain decisions that, I, that is affecting your marriage? I just want you to think about that for a moment because I have a reason for putting that out there uh, because most of the time some of the decisions that we take as a spouse as a partner in a marriage is what leads to certain challenges you know we're talking here about ma a marriage by God's design we as Christian men are trying to live up to the fullest of what we've been called of what we've been ordained for to be responsible and at the same time accountable for the wellness for the well-being of maintaining that healthy relationship between us as the husband and the wife what are certain decisions that you've taken that you realize that brought joy into that relationship and at the same time what were certain decisions that you realized that this was a mistake i shouldn't have done that i could have listened to that still voice i could have listened to the holy spirit directing me not to take that route because at that point in time, I was extremely emotional. I was mad. Yes, my wife wronged me. But yes, did I need to have taken the unnecessary decisions that I took that I have to go seek solace or find rest in the hands of another woman? Think about those times. 
Because mostly these are decisions that leads to us being in the wrong circumstances most of the time. Because when you have to commit, when you have to commit 100% to your marriage, you really need to be considerate of the decisions you make, of the actions you make. You need to avoid yourself being led into a situation that's going to lead you to commit to the wrong things like infidelity, which can lead to a total destruction of your marriage. I've been there. I've made irrational decisions when I was like really at the point of no return where I was mad because my wife did certain things or maybe she kind of like disrespected me or we had a crazy argument about some non-issue and I ended up taking wrong decisions, committing infidelity. I wasn't proud of it. You need to be a man that is going to be standing in the gap, ready to protect your household. Because the moment you take certain decisions and allow yourself to get into committing the wrong things like infidelity, like, you know, you just out there, you let loose. That is going to be the beginning of you bringing problems, total condemnation into your marriage. So I just wanted you to take note of that, that be wary of the decisions you make. Don't get caught up in the moment because it's very easy for all of us as men, especially to let our emotions get away with us at times during this heated arguments that I was talking about or heated passion, if I may say. We feel like we're right. So we say what needs to be said instead of listening and keeping it together until things cool down. So you need to be wary as a man not to be quick to respond. You have to be a good listener. Just listen to what your partner, to what your spouse has to say. Because this will only lead down to a part of anger where both of you are mad. And it will ultimately end up destroying that relationship because no one wants to be around someone who, you know, they have to feel like they constantly have to walk on eggshells around just so they won't flip out. So remember, always think before speaking. We're still on a hundred percent commitment when it comes to our marriages. When we control our emotions. We know that it will lead to us making rash, rash decisions. You know, decisions made without careful considerations are often regretted later on down the road when one realizes how much better life you would have had, certain things that would have been done differently or never done at all. In other words, think about what kind of person, you know, in terms of, like of a wife, mother, or friend that you want yourself to be portrayed as being before doing anything major where other people become involved too much into uh, your future plans involving children, your living children, and even the ones yet unborn, if you planning to go probably if you have three you want to go six 
think about the decisions that you're going to make that's going to even affect your unborn babies. It is very, very important that you allow yourself to think things through before making those decisions. Because we, we all have that common struggle, if I may say, when it comes to managing our emotions once we are at the height of it. I mean, one thing we all have in common is that we all know what it means to struggle. We all have to deal with challenges of the past. We've all felt like our problems were too big for us and thought we would never overcome them. We've all had setbacks along the way, but they are not permanent. They are simply setbacks on our paths towards success. We'll learn lessons from the mistakes that we've made in our marriage as a result of certain decisions that we've regretted over the time. And once we're ready to bounce back, we know that whatever we'll be doing going forward is going to be according to the principles as laid down by God. We need to be supportive as a husband, as a man of the house. Be supportive. Just listen to your wife. Treat her differently. Don't be in a haste to just say something that is going to hurt her feelings. This is very important. This is part of the sacrifices you will be making as a man to remain totally committed to this marriage because you want it to work. I hope this is really blessing you because I'm so blessed as I'm even speaking about this and me reflecting back to where we've been with my wife and leaving this marriage as designed by God. And mind you, not that we don't have certain challenges, but the challenges, the kind of challenges we have now is not like the ones that we used to have about 10 years ago. Probably like the first seven years of our marriage was such a hustle because it felt like we didn't know what we were doing. Like I said in, in one of the episodes, you know, I got committed you know, we got married at 25. I think my wife was around 19. We're so young and it felt like I was kind of like naive or not sure of what I'm getting myself into. So it is extremely important that we see ourselves being the pillar, being the rock of the family being accountable, being responsible, ready to stand in the gap so that you can take the relationship to the next level. It's very important that we both have a common goal as partners because a marriage is like a living, breathing entity that has its own needs. It kind of like requires some watering every day. It requires some care, some attention, some loving kindness. As the man, even the Bible mentioned it, it says that the wives should submit to the husbands. And husbands, we should love our wives. And that specific 
command or specific advice in the Bible is very significant of the challenges a man has when it comes to managing relationship, when it comes to the part that we play, the part that you play as the man. It's been documented that it's hard. It could be challenging to show love and kindness to our wives. It's easier said than done that when you say, oh, I love you, my wife, but you need to show it. Marriages are not static entities that exist in some sort of a frozen state where nothing ever changes. There has to be that constant effort as a result of your total commitment, total commitment that you put in every day because you want to see that both of your vision has been achieved. I can't tell you what will make your marriage happy or successful, but I can tell you that a little effort, just a little extra effort, will definitely go a long way when it comes to making your spouse feel loved, respected, and appreciated. And in the case of women, whatever you sow into the lives of your spouse, you're going to get, I tell you, in a hundred folds. You try to sow some seed of disrespect in a woman, it takes a certain time before you start seeing the reaction. If she's been enduring for a while, there are certain, there's going to be a certain level where she's pushed to the wall and she's like, I am not taking it anymore. I am done with this. You don't want to live like that. So it's very important that we show love as men, as an ordained man of God that God has called you for. To be that guy, to be that lover to your spouse. Because without you Fulfilling your role, giving in your 100% commitment and you're expecting that respect, that submission from your wife, it is not going to work. It's not going to work. It requires you to take that step of faith, to take that leap by showing your wife that love, love her differently. And I believe the blessings of the Lord will never depart from you and your household. So I hope this has been a very wonderful one today. I'm sure this episode has blessed you. If it has, we'd love to hear from you. Comment, share this with someone. Let them know about our podcast, Married and Committed Podcast. We love to just see marriages flourish. Marriages as designed by God. So lastly, if you're not sure where to start, when it comes to you having a total commitment to your marriage, I want you to ask yourself this question. Just say, what do I want my marriage to look like in the next five years? Take a piece of paper, 
or if you're more on the electronic side, get your iPad or get your notepad or something, then write down your answers and create a plan based on those goals. Make sure that your spouse is involved in this process by asking them what they would like their relationship with you to look like. When they wake up tomorrow morning or tonight before going to bed, where do you guys see yourself in the next five years? So as the man, as the husband, God has given you the task to lead this family to that great success, to that next level that he has assigned and giving you the task to accomplish. Ask yourself these questions. Come together and do this exercise collectively. Pray about it. Put it before God. And I believe once you have that idea conceived, what you want to see your relationship look like, you begin to attract and even implement the kind of things that you really want in that marriage. So that concludes this episode of being totally committed to your marriage. And we're talking a marriage as designed by God. I'm your humble host. My name is Tunde Olani Pekun of Married and Committed Podcast. Until next week, I will be sharing more on a new episode with you. You need to stay tuned. And so far, please kindly leave a feedback. We would love to hear from you. We'll love to hear what kind of messages, what kind of discussions would you like on this platform. It's great. It's great to be part of your evening, your morning, whenever you're listening to this. And I'll see you next time. You have a good one. Shalom. Thanks for listening to the Married and Committed podcast where we believe that a thriving marriage is possible for anyone willing to put in the work 100%. If you've enjoyed today's episode, kindly subscribe on your favorite platform, leave us a review and share it with your friends. And remember, with God's help, you can build a marriage that lasts a lifetime. Until then, we'll see you next time on the Married and Committed podcast. Have a good one. Shalom. Shalom.